We here at Ladies Night In are proud to be sponsored by Robert Renteria at the Renteria Realty Group powered by Keller Williams Realty Boise. With the difficulties and challenges in current Greater Boise real estate market, you need someone who knows how to negotiate for you, work to earn your business, and make the best decision for you. Robert has 22 years of experience in this, our local market, and is passionate about sharing his knowledge, knowing what questions to ask to find the right path and timing for you. Whether it's your first home, your dream home, or your next investment, he can help. He's an Idaho native, a team leader, and a great person to know. So when the time is right, contact Robert at www.renteriarealtygroup.com backslash ladies night in. You'll be glad you did. We are in the studio. We are live. We're, <laughs> We're taping. We're in a different studio today. So we are like cooking in someone else's kitchen. And this is fantastic. Raise the glass. We're kicking off this episode with a... Uh, new surroundings. New surroundings. New sur surroundings. We don't know what we're doing. We are at the Unbound Library in Meridian, Idaho. Yeah. They provide a studio where we can record our podcast for free. And there's all sorts of tech stuff here. Like, it's so cool for people to learn all of this stuff. So we're, like, gaining knowledge. Especially where we're not techie. I'm not techie. We're, but we're going to get there. We're going to get into the next level of where you people are at. <laughs> <laughs> We're the youth of America, the right. youth of the world. Right? My kids could rock this. I Actually, I want you all to notice what's behind us. This is like a fancy egg wall. <laughs> Like legit, like, like it's soundproof. We were turning up the music so we could like right. rock out in here. We while tested we that. <laughs> How loud can we make it without disturbing everybody else? That'll be good. That'll be good. Oh, we're super excited. Happy Friday, everyone. Oh we gosh. are so excited to be in this new studio, this new surroundings. We're kicking off 2023. We've got a lot of great ideas for what's coming in this podcast. And Shannon and I, and when Elise gets in here, we're ready to just. Get after it, right? Take it to the next level. Yeah. We've heard a lot from other listeners that they wanted video. So here we are. We're doing video. We're hoping to continue to bring that up a level if we're going to get a different sort of camera and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, well, and why we didn't do video in the beginning, I don't know. Well, because they were charging extra for that. Well, but we, I mean, hi, we got phones. <gasps> we're, but we're not techie. But we're not techie. But that's why. That's why we didn't do it, because we're not techie. So again, we're ready to level this shit up. We're leveling right? up. So we are drinking the ladies' night in cocktail. So I have had some people ask me, what is in this cocktail? So how it came about is I saw one of our past co-workers mm -hmm. post this thing on Instagram that was LaCroix and Crystal Light. Crystal Light and just a splash of creamer, right? She's not a drinker, and wonderful um but i said to shannon as soon as i saw that is i was like oh my gosh if you put some whipped vodka in that that could be fantastic guess who thought the same thing at the mm -hmm. same time yeah yeah and so we both we went to shannon's house we mixed it up and magic magic in your mouth mm -hmm. like this is what this is the ladies night in cocktail yeah. and and the the best part about this is is that it's 80% water. Yeah. So if you get kind of, you know, a little tipsy on them, guess what? You're mm -hmm. hydrated. You ain't mm -hmm. going to fill it the next day, mm -hmm. right? For yeah. those of you that are kind of health freaks, I kind of am. Guess what? It's low calorie, right? Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't take much to get you happy, right? right? When I'm on the golf course, this is my go-to. Yeah. And it's probably 100 calories for the vodka, 110 if you do whipped cream vodka, and then it's um, water, uh, LaCroix. Yeah, and the, a little splash of cream, which is maybe 20 calories or something right. like that. So and it's when a pretty we, low calorie yeah. drink. And when we say splash, splash, we're talking like eighth of a teaspoon max. It's just a little splash. Yeah, yeah. Mine might have a little bit more than that today because I was in a hurry and it came out. Oh, you're a creamer? Yeah. Oh. It's pretty good. I didn't have whipped cream vodka, so I had to use like vanilla creamer. Normally we just use half and half of cream, but oh. don't worry, we had to mix it up. I use that sweet cream coffee creamer. Like, well, that's what I had vanilla coffee cream. Oh, okay. That's Did you I say that? Oh, <laughs> it's possible. Well, we are excited for today's episode, uh, which is why we're drinking the drinks that we're drinking. Um, you probably know that our theme song is Raise Your Glass by Pink. And 
I just was thinking about all the things that I love about Pink and why we chose her to be our theme song, that song. And so we had to, I was like, we need to rock a pink drink today. And our episode today is called The Pink Effect. And we want to talk about what Pink as an artist and as a person has done to influence our lives and how she's influenced our culture in a way that is very affirming for us and for the stuff that we feel is important, right? Well, and specifically women. Yeah. You know, she yeah. is, she's so dominant. She's so high energy mm-hmm. and she just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many award ceremonies that she has been to that she just represents the female community on mm-hmm. such a different level that is iconic. Yeah, she is. So iconic. Yeah, she's and she's funny and she's kind, but, but she definitely w- didn't want to be a cookie cutter of every other pop princess. She never wanted no. that for her life. And no. she had to really scratch and claw her way through the men that wanted her to be a cookie cutter. The Britney Spears, princess, the, the Christina Aguilera's. Mm-hmm. And she, she did it initially and she finally once she got a little bit of success was like okay it's time to own this right i'm ready to do me well and one thing that i love about her obviously her short hair is amazing (laughs) but if you if you look at today's society with all the botox the fillers all that kind of stuff she's not that Mm -mm. she's not that she's from the looks of it she hasn't been augmented she Mm -mm. she's very much natural and very muscular and so Mm -hmm. when you see her she she has, um, a, I mean, she's very feminine, yeah. but she also is, I mean, she, you can tell she's got masculine energy mm-hmm. to her. And that's kind of hot. Oh, yeah, totally. Right? Totally. Right? And I think it is definitely an example to women that have to roll into that more masculine role to just be like, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it. it's okay to have a masculine side, but also don't be afraid to show your feminine side. Mm-hmm. It's yep. being feminine is very beautiful and very powerful. Well, she'll wear revealing costumes mm-hmm. because, it, but she's not changed her physique. So Ashley and I were talking about um, at one of the VMA award shows, she was given a Michael Jackson icon award for her for her work, and she got up there because her daughter um, Willow said that she didn't feel like she was pretty, and so Pink was, you know, as a mom like. Okay, <laughs> how do I nail this down? You know yeah, what I mean? She and says, she, I look like a boy. Right. right? She like was like, I'm ugly because I look like a boy. Yeah. And so Pink was like, I, you know, everybody has long hair. Does mommy have long hair? Or because I like my short hair. And her daughter was like, no. And she was like, did I get boobs? And she's like, no. And, you know, basically, she's not going to change herself to fit this cookie cutter version. Yeah. And so she wanted to empower women to be themselves and to own the way that they look and be proud of themselves and regardless of whether or not you fit the beautiful the beauty stereotype and well and one thing at the end that she said you know do you see do you see mom changing her body no do you see mom changing her hair no do you do but do you see me selling out arenas arenas um uh, all over the world yes yes it's okay to be very powerful and and just like roll into who you are, mm-hmm. you Be know, yourself. and yes, and that goes that takes me back to our first episode. Know thyself. Mm-hmm. It's a journey, people. Yep. When you actually like get excited about getting to know who you are as a woman, developing your characteristics, mm-hmm. all that, all of that. Oh my heck, it becomes almost intoxicating and an addiction. Being yeah. like, God, who, who's who's coming out of the closet next? <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> well, we were—I th- was thinking a lot about it today, and there's just been so many songs of hers that have come across and just hit me in my core. And like, it was funny because I listened to this one song for Ash, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is so Ashley." And we'll play that here in a minute. <laughs> and there's other songs that have come along that just resonate with me. And for me, one of the one of the first ones was when she performed "Glitter in the Air" on the Grammys. So she comes out fully like hooded and she reveals this like sheer glittery bodysuit and she gets on the silk you know suspended from the ceiling and she she goes up over the audience of everyone in the Grammys and she is singing up there she's upside down at one point she gets dunked in the water have you seen that and she's like 
horizontal, and she's flipping water all over the audience, and she is full out singing. It was the most mesmerizing, amazing. She got a standing ovation, which does not happen at the Grammys. Well, and you got to have some serious lung power oh, to be able to do that. Such a badass vocalist. From a lot what I've read and reading about her recently, so many critics are like, "Thank God for Pink, that she doesn't need auto tune, that she can actually <laughs> sing." Like, you know what I mean? And what a yeah. gift! Because I'm so love Ashley can sing. I can't. Sing. I I really can't. You, she can I sing. mean, anyway. If, if well, okay. Yeah, you can yeah. carry a tune. I, I can. I can carry a tune. I can hum like a mother, but <laughs> I cannot sing. Well, can I throw this out there? The whole reason this episode is kind of kicked off with the whole pink effect because Ladies Night In has scheduled another vacay. And oh, we have yes. we have booked booked pink tickets for October in Phoenix. And so we're gonna go stay at the James Hotel. The James Hotel. Miss Jody James. That's right. House. And Jody James will be coming with us. And Elise is coming. <laughs> That's right. We're oh so excited. God. And oh. And I, I, I threw that out there. I was like, who wants to go see Pink in October? Oh. And everyone was like, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm so excited. I can't stand it. Me too. Oh Me too. God. We I, haven't had a ladies' night in trip for a year or so. COVID just knocked the shit out of our vacation. Well, was that our last one? We went to the Phoenix Open? I don't know. We've gone to a lot of McCall trips. But, like, we haven't gone anywhere in, right. since COVID. Right. Since COVID. It's got to be since Phoenix I, Open. God, yeah. I got COVID last time. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. That's when I, it was before COVID was a thing. That's when I got it. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so. so we're coming. And um, I shouldn't throw this out there. I fly out for the Phoenix Open in two, three weeks. <laughs> I can't. Shannon, you should be coming. I can't come. I spent too much money. Okay, so I've been spending. Okay, here's. We're going to have this episode, but I spent money on this chair called the Ancilla chair for urinary incontinence. Because Did you do it? Yes, I did it today for the first time. Oh. It was amazing. So You don't want <laughs> when you cough or you sneeze and you wet your pants, you fucking suck. <laughs> so I'm over it. And I you sit anyway, we're gonna have an episode about it. So I dropped nine hundred dollars on that. Did you really? Yeah. You got hair all over. I you. know. I'm just getting it. Just long hair. Anyway, and then I'm also doing a medical, medically guided weight loss thing with Dr. Brenna Butler. To help get some of my pounds off me to keep my heart healthy. And I'm not doing it because of the way I look. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. And I need just a little three-month kickstart. So I'm paying $150 a month for that. So I don't have any plans. Well, so Elise and I will be down at the Phoenix Open with Jody James. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon might be thinner for her 50th birthday. Oh, good for you. I'll be on a cruise. You're coming to my party. It's the next weekend. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. We'll have an episode about this. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so back to the pink effects. Back to the pink That's effects. kind of what triggered this episode is that, like, we are going to pink. We have scheduled our next trip. She's our theme song. Yes, and like. she and she's amazing. She is an amazing role model, mm-hmm. and yeah, just we'll just roll with that. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. Cover, we're gonna play a couple songs. That so. Can let's talk about one of my songs now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. talked about glitter. So one of the songs early on that that kind of um that that I really related with was um back in 2012, um I was in the middle of my hot divorce. I had relocated me and my two kids and y'all have heard this story before. I relocated, started back to school and was literally at the bottom of the barrel. And her one of her songs came on that was called "You Got to Get Up and Try," mm. and um, you got to get up and try, try, try. And so I remember after I would put my kids to bed, I literally would get into my walk-in closet in what I thought was an amazing townhouse. <laughs> I look at it now and I'm like, it's so trashy, but uh-huh. I was so happy to be in this 1,200 square foot condo have a roof over my head I thought it was wonderful and I had a walk-in closet right so I remember sitting in this closet underneath my sweatshirts just toning out and 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 thinking Ashley you just have to get up and try you Mm -hmm. just have to try 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 Mm -hmm. don't give up don't give up and that was really kind of what what was what fed me for for you know the first year of being over there because it was an adjustment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was 
in the middle of this hot divorce, um, mm -hmm. trying to get through school and get my feet under me. And I mean, and really not lose my shit. Right. I don't right? Know how you do it. And I, so, yeah. so, um, but I did do it. And, you know, so that song specifically, you got to get up and try. Got to play uh, snippet. Okay, snippet. Pause. Okay. Yep. But everybody knows this Ugh, song. Yeah. This album, The Truth About Love, is like one of my favorites that she ever did. And this song is really good for getting you motivated. Anyway. It's an amazing, it's an amazing song. song. If you haven't listened to it, just pull it up on your Amazon <laughs> and, and just get lost in it. Because yes. you, I, I think anybody with any situation in their life can relate that you can either stay in the pits of hell and wallow in your sorrows, or you can get up and you can try. Yep. No one ever kicked their own ass for trying. <laughs> We're figuring all this out. Bear with us. Oh, that was glitter. I was going to play glitter in the air. And what hit for me about that was really about loving someone else unconditionally. And I just, like I said, I thought the performance was so amazing. And for me, it was like, I've always been a fan and a lot of people knew about Pink, but I, that song like took her to a whole nother level because everyone realized how innate and talented she was, that her voice was so strong. And so it was interesting. Oprah actually had recordings scheduled, had guests scheduled. And when she saw that performance, she canceled her shows, contacted Pink and said, will you come do a live show? Oh. At, the day after that performance on the Grammys. So it was like, as a fan, I was like, oh, my God, like Oprah did all of this just to get pink on there. And I loved the I loved the performance and it was so amazing for me. So as a fan, you get so excited when other people recognize the person that you love so much. And but you, you know, get, if you actually so cool. if you actually were to slip on pink shoes, you know, when she's out there performing, you can tell that she puts every fiber of her being oh, yeah. into a performance. You know, and probably when she walks off stage, she just has to take a breath. So when she gets the response like that, yeah. and and Oprah's canceling shows, being like, "That's who I want." I mean, that's oh so my gosh, cool. that was a big deal. Yeah, that, that really set her career to a whole nother level. That performance, and that's a risk that she took. And so that's just another like the pink effect. Take a risk. This yeah, doing us doing the show is us taking a risk and putting ourselves out there and being vulnerable and and. Again, that's. But don't you feel like since we've started this, um, because I mean, you and I can can talk very candid and right. and whatever. But as we as we get more comfortable and we talk more candid on the show, I think that's when we get the biggest response, mm -hmm. right? So can can I tell you, like one of our listeners reached out to me, and she's a really good friend of mine. But um, when our last episode, the relationship recipe. Um, released um that one released it did yeah <laughs> um, i'm a little bit nervous about that you know one what? Releasing, you, don't but, even, you, know. you don't even have to be nervous about it because when <laughs> she listened to it she immediately sent me a message and said i absolutely loved that episode and i forwarded it to my to my friend um i know her name but she's like she's kind of in the same position that you are ashley she's like She's in like the pits of hell of dating and doesn't even want to do it anymore. And so it, it, it's so true. I know. And, oh and the God. story that she told me about this friend that she forwarded it to, like, this is why I don't date. Yeah. I mean, if you have to go to court with an ex-boyfriend <laughs> and the state has oh to break you God. up, guess what? There's an issue. You're there's not, a, there's there, a problem. you guys are not, you're not for each other, right? <laughs> and just to give you a quick update on, on me and Mr. Brown, <laughs> we, we are, <laughs> and, and let me tell Done. you, I, like, I'm just going to give you the short version, okay? A yeah. lot kind mm, of happened mm, over mm, Christmas. Mm, mm. And I had to really just dig deep into my soul and remember my value, remember my worth. And so at the end of the day, our moral compasses, they just didn't match up. They just didn't. 
And I knew that because I don't just like, first of all, I don't date. But when I do go out, I, I recognize that it's for myself and my two kids. Like we are party of three. And so um, when that wasn't matching up and I could see some repeated patterns from my past come mm. into it, I had to just <clears throat> say, I wish you well. Right. And, and honestly, he's a wonderful person. He right. really is. And I do wish him well. But we, we just don't. We don't match. Mm. So and, and if I were to see him in public, hugs, loves, right. how are you? That's as far as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the ultimate reason? I mean, does it? Well, if I, okay, so I can get kind of vulnerable here. Yeah. Um, we uh, like you all know that my um, ex-husband passed away from a, a drug overdose, mm -hmm. and I did um, I did some um, a lot of years of just pushing that to the side, trying not to recognize that there was an issue mm -hmm. um, until ultimately it broke up my family, right? right? Um, from, from that point forward, um, I, I, I've had to realize that addiction does come in a lot of different forms. Mm -hmm. And um, I have been with some men that I didn't recognize had alcohol problems, mm -hmm. but, um, but they have. Um, and, and there's been men in my past that that is their coping mechanism. And the more I got to know him um, and the more, the, the more information he would divulge, I was so proud of him for, for being able to, to tell me some of those things, mm -hmm. some of his battle scars. You know, I don't ever want to, you know, throw stones at him and be like, you shouldn't right. have told me, right? right. Because right. that's what relationships are all about. You, yeah. like, I need to know what your battle yeah. scars are. Yeah. I just don't want to be punished for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. right? Right? And so what it came down to was um, I, I for, for me, I think that there was an alcohol issue. Mm -hmm. I think that there, um, I think that that is a coping mechanism. And the people that he surrounds himself with um, at, like I just was kind of listening with my eyes and observing and, you know, and I had been around that crowd and thought that they were a blast. Right. Sure. But when I was around them individually, I recognized that there's a toxicity there sure. and, and that isn't a toxicity that I wanted to be a part of, no. um, the places that they go, the people that they surround themselves with. I recognize that the glue that holds these people together is a cocktail. Right. And, and we love our cocktails. But Don't get we, me wrong. You know what? We do. But, but, but I also. It's not every single night. No. No. And it's not to the point of blacking out. Right. You know what I mean? Um, over the two and a half months that I had, I, I had been hanging around him, um, I did a lot of self-evaluation. And in that evaluation, I found myself like my peace was disrupted. I was losing nights of sleep, worrying. Mm -hmm. um, I found myself watching my phone for a confirmation that he was okay. And then I thought, this isn't, mm -hmm. th this isn't my problem, right? Yeah. And, and he's ultimately not willing to let me love him yeah. and, and, and show him that, that all women are not the same. Right. right. And so, again, my our moral compass just did not match up. I'm proud of you for and, acknowledging and, that. Yeah. Because yeah. He was had, he checked so many. Oh, boxes. and and I will tell you, when I <sighs> first met him, um, curiosity hit me because he carries himself so well. I mean, not only is he's that he's that beautiful salt and pepper, um, but he dresses executively. His shoulders are rolled back. Um, he's not up in your face. Like he's just someone that strikes your interest. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, uh, like, that's what got me curious. I wanted to know more about him, mm -hmm. but when I reached a point in that, in that relationship where I was losing sleep and it, it, it wasn't comfortable for me, right. I got to the point where I just wasn't curious anymore. Mm -mm. And, and I, 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 our parting was not like mean or yeah. anything like that. I just 
said, I'm just not curious anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> and that's okay. That is okay. And, you know, when I explained it to my kids, I had to be very adult mm -hmm. with them. Sure. And they were like, you know, I asked them, is this something that you want in your life? Is this, you know, because ultimately some of the things that he was doing, not with me per se, but the fact that I was with him, w people that knew that we were hanging out ultimately was a disrespect to me. Mm -hmm. And if you can't res if you can't respect the person <coughs> that you're hanging out with, that you're showing up to places with, y yeah, Fair that enough. devalues me. Right. And no, I, no. I'm not going to be devalued. Yeah. And so it's o it, it's okay to say this doesn't work for me. That doesn't mean you have to be mean or raunchy right. to each other. Yeah. Um, but, yes. yeah, it just didn't work. And yeah. and I was <laughs> it happened right after we recorded that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kicking my own ass oh. thinking, God, should I have even said anything? Because I didn't. No, I think it's important that you talked about it because it was – I mean, I think that so many people go through the same thing because I think it's important that we talk about our experiences. And that's the whole thing with this show is to talk about what we've experienced, what we've gone through, what we notice around us and how we overcome things. And you know what I mean? I, yeah. The human experience is so similar for so many people, but not a lot of people are really comfortable being open and vulnerable. So we'll do that for you. You know well, what I mean? Because I'm an open book. And You're after, an yeah, after like, five years of not being in the game whatsoever, like that whole, that pink song, you got to get up and try. Yep. Mr. Mr. Wright is not going to walk into my front room and be like, hey, you in your pajamas, <laughs> you sexy beast. <laughs> Come yeah. on, mama. Let's. But it's, yeah, <laughs> it's scary because it seems like every time you do try, you're like, right. Shit. Well, and, and I come in very very resistant and i think that that is my downfall is that i do come in like what does this one want for me what does mm -hmm. he want to take from me right and and i didn't really give mr brown the option to take anything from me mm -hmm. if anything i gave him the option to communicate with me to to let me love him and because he because he really is a good human being he well, just, there's plenty of good human beings right. that are addicts. And so, you know, and it's, it's so well, sad. Well, that's just his coping mechanism, right? right? Absolutely, and which I can relate to. And I think it's just important to be aware of yourself and catch yourself. Like, Barry and I, my husband and I talk a lot about that. We're like, so this week we're so proud of ourselves. We had one drink last night. He maybe had two. I had one. Um, but we didn't drink all week. So we went to my dad's 80th surprise birthday party it was so fun he was in Oregon and so we had lots of cocktails of course and then we didn't drink all week this week but then last night we did have some but that's that's really good to try and like keep it to a couple of weeks and I think that's healthy and reasonable yeah and we don't get drunk yeah. to the you know we maybe drink a couple drinks on the weekends you know what I mean yeah and we're going out tomorrow night with friends and I'll probably have a glass of wine but or maybe two this is my first one in 10 days that's nice so good. I my gym takes the well the, my gym takes precedence over that. Yeah. And so even I mean my diet has been so clean. You guys, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I didn't even have to work today and I was up at three thirty in the gym. Oh my god. And uh, right, is that just crazy ass no, nuts? Awesome. No, I'm working on it. So I'm starting my weight loss thing and I um I will be setting my alarm for four thirty in the morning. And I'm going to really? take my little pill and then go back to sleep till 5.30 and then get up at 5.30, do my workout, and do the kids. And get Why ready are you for getting up at 4.30 then? Because that pill makes you makes you really wired, and so I don't want to be able to not sleep. That's why I want it in my system for when I wake up to work out. Why don't you just pound some pre-workout? I can't do that. Why? Because caffeine is not mm. good when you're perimenopausal. It raises your cortisol, especially if you drink caffeine. Listen, <laughs> she doesn't know. She's too fucking young. So when you get to a certain age, like part of. I am the okay. age that Elvis was and he died. Anyway. <laughs> so when you get to a certain age, you're not supposed to do caffeine sooner than an hour before you wake up. After you wake up. You have to, You need to wake up and wait an hour before you have caffeine because it raises your. Give me some of that ice. Asshole. Oh, okay. Ice ball. Pause, pause. Shannon's Thank need you. some ice. Need some ice. 
Anyway, you're not supposed to have caffeine until you've been awake for an hour because you're in this restful state. And then if you give yourself caffeine, it raises your cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And that is no bueno for a woman that's in perimenopause because... I'm in perimenopause. It gives you a belly. I did. It, well, I I don't know if I have a belly. but You don't have a fucking belly. I did go and get I my skinny shot yesterday. and Or mixing cock. Yeah. So I kind of pre-mixed. So I did go get my... Oh, God damn. Um, God damn. Say God damn. I did go get my skinny shot yesterday. Give me that. And, what? Oh, thank you. Um, and I do feel amazing today. I feel so, so I got a B12 shot today. Did you skinny it? No, because I'm doing the... I start tomorrow with Centramine. Oh, okay. Well, this is your straw. You know, whatever. Mm. Anyway. But yeah, so... God, we are all over You're the gonna, board. I know. What, We're kind of busy. Freaking pink effects. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk other songs. Okay. We, we have so, so we're going to, okay, so Try was my first one. Yes. Um, when I was going through, like, a lot of heartbreak before I realized that I don't need a man, right? Like, just do my thing. It could be you and your hand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so there, uh, like, I always listen to just give me a reason, and every time I would go through like a heartbreak or whatever, what I would, I literally, when things would come to an end, I in my mind would be like, I'm not broken, we're just bent, <laughs> like <laughs> we can work through this, we can, and you know, me oh seven years ago, if we, you fast forward to where to how me and Mr. Brown ended. I literally would have been like, oh, my God, just give me a reason. I would have, like, I, I, give me a reason. We're not broken. We're bent. We can work this out. I can work through your issue, right? And that was me, the fixer. Right. Right? right. I don't want to fix anything. Mm -mm. I don't. And you, so you're going to be proud, right? Are you, gonna, are you ready? ready? So I know me, and I know that sometimes we all have weaknesses, Right. And you can be in a moment where you're like, I'm just going to fucking text him, right? <laughs> right? I'm going to shoot him this and throw out some bait to see. No. No. Didn't do it. No, I did not. Resistant what, temptation. No. What I did was, okay, I'm going to get, so here we go. <laughs> so. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Before, before I did what I'm about to tell you. Um, there was, he sent a last text message that I was like, well, that was rude. Don't respond rude. Okay. So I just said, well, that was rude, but I'm not surprised. And, and then I said, get home safe because he had been drinking that course, night. Don't come over. I don't want you here. It like under the influence. So bye-bye. So the next day I was really bugged. Mm -hmm. Like that was just rude. Right. So I knew that I needed 24 hours to not see his name come across my phone. And I knew for a fact right. that he was going to text me. Yeah. And so I put him on a 24-hour block. That's what I did. So, yes, yes. So that after I ha ran scenarios through my head and did not unblock him, right, that Friday I was like woke up, went to the gym, I was feeling good, and I unblocked him because I'm like, okay, I feel like if his name popped up over my phone, okay. right, and I feel like ghosting is rude, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's got to be some sort of closure on both ends. Sure. So I was headed down to podcast, and I get a message from him that says, sorry for the text yesterday. I didn't get it. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you were blocked. Right. And so, but whatever he said, he clearly needed to apologize for sure. it. So you have to make them think that it's their problem and mm -hmm. that you read it and it was rude and you're the bigger person because you didn't respond. So shame on you, yep. right? Yep. So, and you can't respond right away. That's just no. So I gave it two hours. Fire. Right. It's I gave it fire. two hours and then I just responded with thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for the yes. Thank you. Thank you for the apology. I don't even know what you said. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Right? right. But but clearly he felt like he needed to apologize, and I guarantee he probably sent that text 
in an intoxicated of state. Of course he did. Uh, so, so my whole point in telling you that was after I said thank you, I was like, okay, I know me, and I know that I could get in a vulnerable moment and be like, oh, just shoot the text. And, you know, once it's out there, you can't unsend it. Right, right, right. So I just, on a whim, hurried and deleted his number because I don't have that shit memorized. Right, 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 right. And so even if I got in a vulnerable state and needed to shoot a message, couldn't do it. It, I couldn't. I That's couldn't. Awesome. It's done. I'm very proud of you. So, ladies, you got to be strong. You have to remember your worth, even in your weakest moments. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. So. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I'm not dating. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you, Gary. <laughs> Jeez Louise. No, so that is how Mr. Brown and I, we ended, <laughs> ended. Yeah. and it's okay but so yeah. the whole get up and try okay i kind of done trying in the dating game i would rather enjoy my hustle that's right <laughs> exactly which is try to the next that's another song that's right we should dance it out that's to that right. one hustle where is it at rain i gotta look it up it's a good one so and then good. in life the word hustle has a huge meaning you can, I mean, I hustle in the workforce every single day. I'm so stinking. Oh. And a hygienist. And I subcontract, so I'm all over this valley. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Don't try to hustle me. Don't try to hustle me, baby. Mm-mm. Okay, that's the best. That's the best. That's the best song. So one of her oldies but goodies, Slut Like You. Oh, my God. Oh. So we just had this conversation. Yeah. Okay, so we both, she was like, listen. Hold on. I don't want to bring like it up because I'm, like, not a slut, right? Right. But and she's like, <laughs> I'm not a slut. I just love love. love. <laughs> Here's why I think this song is powerful. Slut Like You. So... Again, yeah, she says in the beginning, I'm not a slut. I just love love. So, I mean, I've had plenty of partners. You've had plenty of partners. That doesn't mean we're a slut because we enjoy our sexuality. It doesn't mean you're a slut because you've had different relationships. It's slut shaming, right? And so. Right. And it's, and it's predominantly on women. Yeah. Because it they is. They don't do that to men. So one thing that Mr. Brown always used to say, he's like, bitches and hoes, bitches and hoes. Oh. And I'm like. Well, what are you? Mm-hmm. Seriously, you can't even you can't even count the partners you've had. But for some reason, men, it's like a conquest and it's a triumph, right? Maybe they're called a dog. Right. But that's only by other women. Right. They're high fied by their buddies. Seriously, right? if if a woman is if she is open about her sexuality, all of a sudden she's got five o'clock traffic running between her thighs, <laughs> right? And all of a sudden she's just she's a hoe. She's a hoe. Bitches and hoes. Bitches and hoes. Oh and I think it is so disrespectful. Yeah. So disrespectful, oh, yeah. dude. Men, if you're out there fucking everything that walks, like you're a slut. You, f- <laughs> yeah, you freaking got dirty dick. And most likely dripping some dripping some gonorrhea or something. <laughs> got the clap. Ser- <laughs> you got the clap. Seriously. Shower and take an antibiotic. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we like to slut like you. Oh, let's play a snippet, yeah. shall we? Snippet. Let's snippet. I just love love. 
And I love how dominant she is in this. Oh, she's she's like, like, I'll buy your drink. I'm taking you home. Exactly. Okay, I'll fuck you. A little taste test. <laughs> just my little friend. You're just <laughs> my little friend. You're my little friend. Don't fuck up. Let's get some, some shit. <laughs> Imagine if you walked up to a dude and you're like, you're gonna be my little friend. Yeah, they'd be like, thank Seriously. you. Seriously. Got a little piece of you. And it's just like, woo -hoo. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm a slut like you. Oh my God. It's fantastic. Yes. Oh, fantastic. You just gotta own sexuality you just gotta own it just like i did in the last episode we released so whatever and it, it is friday today so you know <laughs> y'all know what she did she took an hour i did not take an hour today maybe 15 minutes really i was in a hurry uh, <laughs> that's um, awesome had just a little bit of fun today i've had an ab workout let's just say that jesus. okay jesus okay i want to talk okay, about we, yeah we've talked about my song a, a serious note Okay, so hold on. Yeah, that looks real serious. There we go. Okay, so we talked, we did an, an addiction episode. We talked about that. Um, so it's been in my family, obviously. And um, with one of my family members, I just feel like she doesn't love herself enough. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so when I first heard, I think I saw the music video for the first time. It just, I literally just bawled when I watched it because instantly I thought of this family member and I just bawled and I sent it to her right away. I was like, I don't care what other people think of you and what you think of yourself. You're fucking perfect. You know what I mean? No matter yeah. what. And that song just breaks my heart. But at the same time, it's her letter to, I don't even know if she'd had her daughter then. I don't think so. I think it was just her love letter to women saying, Quit listening to what other people yeah. around you think about you. To me, you're fucking perfect. You know what I mean? And so it just broke my heart. But, like, it just is so honest and so real and just a gut check. Have you ever listened to that one closely? Uh, so, yes. And my advice to women, you know, it, that song, you know, you're fucking perfect to mm -hmm. me. You know what? You need to be able to tell yourself that in the mirror in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're so perfect for the person that you see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. it, like, all the little nitpicks, like, that's for the birds. Mm -hmm. If you just switch that mentality and just, there's so many things that you love about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, it, it once you start getting away from the physical side of things mm -hmm. and getting away, because a lot of people, they, they focus on their physical defects. Mm -hmm as opposed to like their physical beauties, mm -hmm. right? Um, as as we age, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've never put so much money into myself. <laughs> and and it's and it's just slowing the aging process. Mm -hmm. And so as I practice mind, body and soul, the things that I love about myself aren't something that I can see with my eyes. Mm -hmm. Like I, right. you know, Shaman's made the comment, you know, Ashley, you're the whole package. Mm -hmm. And I just reiterate that like, yeah. And the whole package for so many reasons, but it doesn't work for everyone. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's I, intimidating. Yeah. Well, and I, I told someone <laughs> once I was like, my husband should appreciate me more because I'm a unicorn. Well, like I'm like, I cook, I like sex. At the time, I was in really good shape and pretty hot at the time. But regardless, I was Quit like, focusing God on your damn physical. it, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Well, so. and, and that's one thing, too. Yeah. You know, you if you can look at it and be like, I am a unicorn. Mm -hmm. I am. Um, I think, well, and one of the reasons that I walked away from that last, I hate to call it a taste test because that disrespects him. It wasn't a taste test you for me. You dipped your toe in the relationship. I did. Cool. I did. And I would have, had he been ready, I would have progressed to something like I would sure. I would have jumped into that sure. right but as I looked at it and I'm like I'm not a toy I am so much more than the girlfriend title right. 
I am I am so worthy of the wife title, right? Yeah, totally. Not that I'm asking for a proposal. I'm not by any means. But if you're not working towards that, uh, like yeah. that means I'm like nothing but a charcuterie board for you, <laughs> right? <laughs> Is that what is it? Sh- no, Charcuterie. Right. Oh, it yeah, is. I yeah. Did. I don't want to be your piece of cheese with a side of ham. I am a roast, bitch. Oh, I am. I am a roast. No, I am the, the only. And the I am the only the roast. That's it. I am the only roast that you should be oh taste testing. You shouldn't be down at the strip clubs. You shouldn't be, no. you know, doing all of that stuff. That tells me that you're at a strip club mentality. Right. And I'm so past that. Oh, right. No. So as far as the title that I know I deserve because I've been there, I've done that. And I rock the shit out of that title. I can make a man very, very happy. Sure. But if it never comes about and that's not part of the cards I've been dealt, Mm -hmm. I really can make myself happy. And I do. Right. On a daily basis. I, uh, you know, I, I, I love sleeping in my bed by myself, but I love it when I loved it when he was there. Right. I did love it when he was there. It made things so much better. But because he's not there anymore, does that mean I'm heartbroken? No. Right. Right? Well, you were smart and didn't let yourself get drawn well, into all of that. And, you know, yeah. as I, I'm not, like, I would not be human mm-hmm. if I didn't say I wasn't sad for the last few weeks. Of right? Course. So, so it did hit me kind of hard yeah. that, that, that it's not there anymore. But then I asked myself a few days ago, I'm like, what was it? What is it that you miss? Is it him? No, it's everything that I long for. I don't. I don't miss like him. A lost opportunity right. Misses him. A, another lost opportunity. I definitely miss having him there in my bed. I definitely miss seeing, you know, I, that attention that came across my phone. Somebody asking how my day is. You know, is it him specifically? No, no, like not at all. It, yeah. it it's it's everything that that could have potentially become. Sure. That's what I miss. Right. And and so could someone else potentially bring that to the table? Absolutely. Sure. But you got to have something special to strike my curiosity. You got to bring your game. <laughs> That's right. So girls, you are fucking perfect. Yes. Yes. I'm reading this part here. Um, she says you're so mean when you talk to yourself um, about yourself. You're wrong. Change the voices inside your head and make them like you instead. And that is something we've talked many times about that I struggle with. And but. The point for me is is that I'm headed in the right direction. I'm getting myself balanced. I'm making the changes. My husband and I talk a lot about it, how we're going to change what we eat, and that ultimately we want to grow old healthfully. And so this hormone situation has thrown me for a loop. I didn't know what to do, but now I found the right health care provider that's going to help me and get me. And, yeah, it's been an investment. It's costing me money. And guess what? I'm going to be working extra to cover it. And that's part of my hustle. I'm a hustler too, and I've always been a hustler. I've always cleaned the office on the side, or I've always done this or that, and that's unfortunate. But at the same time, if you want what you want in life, you gotta hustle for it. You, you gotta do. work, and and that's okay. And I think that it's it's for me and for Ash, we're showing our kids what it's like to hustle, and that even though we have a degree, even though that we have a career, sometimes you have to step outside and hustle to get the things that you want. And that's just the way it is. And so you know, I'm proud of myself for that, that I'm and like. You, and you should be proud yeah. of yourself. Some yeah. of the things, some of the self-talk, you know, where it states in that you need to be kinder to yourself when you mm-hmm. talk. One thing, you know, if you get in a negative state of mind um, and you're talking to yourself that way, mm-hmm. you need to ask yourself, would you ever say that out loud to another mm-hmm. individual? And if the answer is no, you would never dream of saying that to another individual why would you say it to yourself? I do it all the time. Yeah. I'll say something, I'll go, that was mean. That was I naughty. That. Yeah. I, I say that in my head if I say something <laughs> about someone else. I was in the car the other day, and I was at some idiot in front of me, and I go, ooh, that was mean. Like, self-awareness is important. Catch yourself when you're being a dick. And I do. I When I catch myself being a dick to myself, I'll be like, you're going to tomorrow's a new day you know what I mean like it's right I'm not always doing the things I'm supposed to be doing I'm not it is a battle for me but I'm gonna win the battle and I'm gonna be healthy 
well, not want a fucking heart attack at 50. <laughs> Fuck. You make it sound like you're like 150 pounds overweight. I am overweight. Listen, she's got 20. No. Literally, she's got mm-hmm. 20. 25. Oh, Jesus. Still, on a short person, it's a lot. But it's fine. <laughs> I don't want weight in my belly because it's bad for your heart. And I, I don't, get it. I don't want to have a heart attack because heart disease runs in my family. And that is my main... I've told my husband, like, listen, I'm not going to be tiny. It's just the way it is. If it happens, I'll be okay. But I, I'm. it's not my goal. I can't let it be my goal. No, healthy is goal. Healthy is your goal. So that, it has to be. It has to be my goal or I won't be successful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do we have any other songs? Oh, only if you've got some. Oh, what was I? We wanted to talk about Fucking Perfect because it's amazing. What else was the, I can't remember. I think that was it. And then Spot Like You. Fucking perfect. Glitter in the air. Okay. Try. Try. Get just give me a reason. Listen, ladies. That's the one song. Like, if you if you separate yourself from a relationship, don't ever say, just give me a reason. We're not we're we're not broken, we're bent. Uh, Yeah. Listen, if you're questioning whether you're broken or bent, you're broken. (laughs) Like, move on. Like life is like a, a train, okay? People come and go from your train. Like, whether they die, they break up, they get off your train at specific stations, like, kick them out with their baggage mm-hmm. and say, best of luck to you, right? And <laughs> right. keep on moving, locomotive. Keep on trucking. Yeah, keep I on remember, moving. I remember what my last song was. What's that? It's True Love. So, Pink has been married, and their marriage, their marriage has struggled. They've almost gotten divorced. Um... But then she did, I think after they got back together, she did True Love. And that song just cracked me up and reminded me of my marriage. Um, do you know this one? Here, I'll play a snippet for us. I think I need to oh, turn it oh up. Oh, yeah. I've heard True it. Love. My favorite part with no weight. Oh, it's the truth about love. The truth about love is it's sweaty and nasty or something like that. My favorite line is where she's like, it's the smell in your armpits. <laughs> Listen, your husband or your spouse or, or your significant other. I don't want someone to put their their sniffer in my pit. It's just that you love them regardless of the smell of their armpits. <laughs> and their morning breath. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, here we go. I'll play it. It's a good one. It's good. It's a jam. Yeah, I feel like I can. Oh, I do like this. Got messed up. I'm hot. Gonna break it, break it down. Truth about love. Lips on toes. Ew. Morning breath. <laughs> Yeah, I want the truth. Nasty and salty, something, something. <sighs> Smelling your armpits. So that <laughs> loving your significant other for who they. I mean, it. Obviously, I've been married for whatever. Um, and yeah, we see each other with our gross hair and our. Well, this morning, we both our eyes were like. Extremely you had swollen. Hugh Hefts ball sack oh, we had under Hugh your Hefts eyes. Ball sack under <laughs> eyes, and I was like, "Oh, babe, I've got this caffeine solution. We need to put some of that under your eyes." He's like, "Well, where is it?" And so. I mean, that's just relationships, and it, it's neat because we've been through so much together, literally through thick and thin, through up and down, almost divorced, and and we're still trucking right along, and I still really like him, and he still really likes me, and not every minute of the day, but um, for the most part, well, it's working out. And, and that's what's beautiful him. is you guys have evolved through the stages of life. Yeah. And and I'm, right now I've I've got a friend that – is at a stage in her life with her husband 
where she's ready to pitch in the towel. And honestly, oh I, I like yeah. I, I wouldn't blame her if she did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I I completely can sympathize with 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 where she's at and going into protective mode, her business, her kids, taking them and running, mm-hmm. right? And um, she actually, over Christmas, left him for seven days. Oh, that's and, right. And that's right. That's right. I remember this conversation. Yes. She, she left him for so seven good. days. And today I went to see her, and she said, I just kicked myself in the butt. I should have never went back. Oh, she went and back. She did. Oh, and, and Regretting it now. You know, she, I just said, well, you need to ask yourself the question, like, if you don't have kids in the house and they're raised and whatever, if you're sitting there looking at each other, are you still going to be resentful? Are you still, you know, like ask yourself these questions because, you know, if you hate yourself for going back, guess what? You're going to be in the same boat again. Right, and it's hard when you have children at home because especially if they have girls, they have girls. One, yeah. It just just shows girls what they're worth. It shows what their mom... I mean, for me, I, I lived with an abusive alcoholic stepfather, and I saw what my mom went through. And don't think that I didn't say to my husband at one point, I was I screamed it from the top of my lungs, if you ever think that I'm going to let some man talk to me the way my mother was talked to by her husband, you've got another thing coming. Like, I will not but there's tolerate the, but there's the reverse cruelty. Of, yes, like, holy there's, shit. There's the reverse effect to that, too. Is where they think that's normal. Right. Yeah, no. Right. Luckily for me... I've just never been to where, I don't know. I Thank God. Thank God that I didn't just take that as normal. Ugh. Well, that was one thing that, that was my fear is like before I left my ex-husband is that my boys would see that as oh, a type a of normal a, a type husband, of, a type of normal <laughs> to where it would, it, it would domino into how they treated their wives. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think about that, you know, in, in the few relationships that I've been in, like I want someone that is going to set such an example for my kids Mm -hmm. as to how to treat a woman. Mm -hmm. I want them to see a man that opens the door for me. I want them to see a man that invests in all of us Mm -hmm. and, 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 and use that as a stepping stone to actually how to be a man. Right. 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 Like a woman is attracted to loyalty and masculinity. Mm-hmm. And let me say that again, loyalty. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is huge and loyalty starts with being loyal to yourself. Yep. Right? Respect. I think respect is huge. And you have to respect yourself. Yeah. Right? You know when everything went down with Mr. Brown, I was like it wasn't even the fact that he that some of the things happened. It was the fact that he didn't hold himself to a level of respect. Mm-hmm. That that right. the, the respect that I saw in him, the respect that I assumed he saw in himself, be, just because of the way he carried himself, right. right? Right. And and so I think that that was more of a disappointment on my end to just look at it and be like, not another failed relationship, but more so just another face in the crowd. Right. Another right. face in the crowd. Somebody, you know, when a guy can look at you and profess that he is, I'm such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm listening with my eyes. Right. And and I'm right, right, seeing, right. you don't have to tell me you're a good guy. Like, show you me. need to show me. Mm-hmm. And that's in, you know what, people in every relationship, friendship, family-ship, situationship, listen with your eyes. Yep. Because you, if they're gonna say I am a good person, they're they're questioning whether they're <laughs> a good person. Because somebody that really is a good person doesn't need to say it. Somebody right. that is loyal True. and honest doesn't need to say it because it comes out in their actions. Right. I don't right? think I've ever said that sentence. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, I'm such a good person. You know when someone, right. if someone has to ask you, what do you like about me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Really? 
Really? I'm never going to ask you that question because I can go down a list of 25 things that I love about myself. Right. Hopefully right, right, you right. love the same things that I love about <laughs> myself. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so I don't think you should ever have to ask someone for that type of validation because no. if they're not loving what they see on the outside, if they're not seeing what you see on the inside, that's when you need to reach a level of vulnerability and show them what's on the inside and they'll love you that much more. Right. Right. If they're ready. Yeah. Well, if they're ready, if yeah. you're just a charcuterie board, okay. <laughs> they're not ready. Yeah, they're not ready. Right. And, oh and, and realize your worth when you realize that you're nothing but a charcuterie board, you got to bounce. You got to bounce. You got to bounce. So today's takeaway is thank you, pink. Yes. Thank you for your inspiration. Thank you for your strength, for your, humility and and for your example to women exactly yes Just the songs that you write you can tell that what is on the inside comes mm -hmm. out in what you like when people are are actually listening with their eyes and watching how you act in the grammys and how you present yourself on the red carpet like you're authentic mm -hmm. you truly are you have your own unique style you hold to it you don't care what people say about you mm -hmm. and and you 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 back it up yep. you back it up with performances and you're amazing I amazing agree. amazing mother amazing wife yep and such an inspiration to us all and we cannot wait to come and see you in october we'll see in you in phoenix Oct that's right we'll october see you in october 9th, 2023 <laughs> we'll be there that's right the pink effect cheers, cheers. we're out we're out